When Russian armed forces opened a full-scale invasion of Ukraine on February 24th, 2022, the ordinary lives of millions from Kyiv to Kharkiv were upended. Two years later, Ukrainians have earned the world's admiration, not only for their courage on the battlefield, but also for their determination to maintain a functioning civil society. Welcome to CCC's podcast series. I'm Christopher Keneally for Velocity of Content. The Russian invasion targeted Ukrainian culture as much as the country's infrastructure. Chitomo, an online publishing news platform, has diligently documented the resistance by the country's publishers and poets, as well as booksellers and novelists, to that attack. Irina Betarevich, co-founder of Chitomo, joins me from Montreal to reflect on two years of wartime news coverage. Welcome to Velocity of Content, Irina Betarevich. Hello, Chris. Thank you for inviting me. Let's begin with the name of your platform, which is Chitomo. And why did you choose that name? What is the mission of your publication? Uh, So Chitomo is basically readable because we are trying to give our readers something that is worth reading and uh, something that uh, is quite a quality uh, cultural product. Uh, quality literature, quality books. So we we've been trying to uh, work with in, in field of literature and publishing markets in Ukraine for quite a while. It's been fourteen years, and um, readable for us means that we are try trying to uh, put good literature on the spotlight. And this literature was Ukrainian literature. Uh, our website. Uh, has a Ukrainian version and English version, but we never had Russian language as an option because we, we knew that Russian literature doesn't need any kind of support. It's quite well supported. But Ukrainian literature back then, it really needed some attention. Uh, now, it, I think we we don't need to, 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 to frame it like this because mostly Ukrainian publishers now are publishing in Ukrainian. Uh, but still, it's very important uh, to put the light uh, on some nice literary pieces on what Ukrainian publishers are doing. And especially in the times of war, I think it's important to, to show what is Ukrainian cultural life and what is Ukrainian culture now for abroad. On the first full day of the full-scale invasion, Chitomo was victim of a Russian-sponsored cyber attack. What happened, Irina, and what did you think it meant? I think that um, these first days of uh, Russian invasion, uh, they were extremely hard for for each, for each Ukrainian and uh, for for all medias as well. And uh, for sure, we now we know that uh, Russian war, it's not only the war for territories, it's also the war against Ukrainian culture. And uh, I think um, uh, our website could be a target because, first of all, we are trying to support Ukrainian culture. Many Ukrainian medias uh, were under attack because the first thing that Russians did, they tried to make the attack for Ukrainian hosters. Uh, but the thing is, it's very complicated to shut down uh, Ukrainian internet because it's not like the internet of totalitarian countries uh, that is just hosted on one uh, on one in one spot, and you just need to target it, and nobody nobody will have any access. 
Uh, in our case, uh, we we are very uh, diversified, and uh, we have lots of uh, lots of hosters, and it's very free. And for our foreign partners to have this first-hand information from Ukraine about what is happening, it was also very important. And from the first uh, days of war, we tried to 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 show what what's going on. Yes, we are a cultural website, but but we know what is happening in Ukraine, in our homeland. So now we, we are trying to follow uh, the events. Now, for sure, we are focused more on the field of literature, culture, cultural heritage. Uh, but back then, uh, I think everyone, everyone was confused. And these attacks, I think they, they just raised the panic. Chitomo receives a high credibility score from the monitoring site NewsGuard. What are you doing, Rina Betarevich, to ensure the publication is trusted in Ukraine and abroad? Here we have a situation where so many medias are popping up out of the blue and they are providing this first-hand information. But how can, can we ensure that uh, this information is trusted? How can we explain that we have this uh, experience. We decided to uh, to join this Journalism Trust initiative and um, fill in all of the documents, submit all of our applications and um, show what are our sources of financial support, what are, how do we operate, uh, how we check the information, what is our editorial policy. It's been quite a big job for us, and uh, I think we we put everything on the website. It's very transparent. You can see uh, the the source of uh, budgets that we have. Uh, it's mostly grants. It's also donations of our readers, which is super valuable for us. And uh, we almost uh, first of all, we are we are independent media. We don't be- belong to anyone. We are NGO. And uh, that's what we want to, 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 to maintain. Among winners in November for the 2023 Chitomo Award for Outstanding Achievements in Publishing was Translatorium, which was recognized for creating a communications platform for translators and interpreters. What success have Ukrainian authors had in seeing their works translated since the war began? I think Ukrainian writers uh, were becoming more and more visible abroad. And uh, over the last 10 years, uh, I think we we had like more and more translations, up to 100 translations that are that were appearing abroad in English, French, Spanish, German languages and many, many others. Uh, at the same time, with the beginning of this full scale inv- invasion, Ukrainian writers were that voices that um, that people wanted to support and they wanted to give the voice to Ukrainian literary community as the one that uh, experienced the war and the one that really needs help on one hand. Uh, And starting from 2022, we had a big, big um, increase in the number of translations. So if before we had 100 translations per year, let's say, and it was quite quite a successful um, figures. Uh, In 2022, we had um, 230 translations that appeared 
abroad. Uh, this year, it, it, we had a little decrease, um, but at the same time, we can see that the interest in Ukrainian literature is rising, and I think it's very important bridge and very important connection that helps us to uh, to present not only Ukrainian literature, but also Ukrainian history and Ukrainian modern history through fiction texts, through non-fiction texts. And this trend is very, very, very interesting. That's why uh, Translatorium um, got the award, because translators' community, translators' events, translators' festivals, and translators' um, input is so much crucial now for, for Ukrainians. We have a big demand, and we can see how much Ukrainian studies are popping up around the world and how like how much more interest they they gain from the students from uh, from from those who want to discover uh, not slavic not russian literature but ukrainian literature in particular novelists and poets are fighting and dying on the front lines in the war irina batarevich Soldier poet Maxine Krizov is a recent notable example of such sacrifice. How will he and his work be remembered? Yeah, it's been so many writers, poets, uh, publishers who who died or who are still fighting in this war. And uh, as as a media, we're trying to commemorate all of these people. We we all remember Victoria Amelina. We we, we remember. Uh, Volodymyr Vakulenko. Uh, we remember all of these names and uh, we are publishing these stories one by one. Unfortunately, there are more and more stories and more and more people to remember. Uh, according to the data of the Ukrainian Book Institute, it's uh, uh, I think uh, there, there is more than 30 now, unfortunately, writers uh, who got killed by Russians and there is more than 80 who, who are fighting now. And uh, for sure, many people heard about uh, poet Maxim Krivtsov, whose memory uh, now is like people are paying tributes to, to, to his work and life. Um, just now in Kiev, uh, his friends and family, they opened the, the exhibition on, of his works, his f- photos, uh, because he was also a photographer, he was very talented, and of his poetries. What Chetomo is doing, we are trying to, to make some translations together with uh, quite talented uh, translators like Nina Murray or, or Rostislav Nemtsev, and uh, we will publish it one by one. We had interview with Maxim that we recorded just um, a few months before his death. The full-scale Russian invasion of Ukraine began two years ago, Irina Betarevich. What is the mood today in the Ukrainian book world? Uh, well, the mood is uh, to keep on fighting uh, because we have uh, no other no other opportunity. Uh, but I must say that um, it's it's very weird to, to understand that the new bookstores are opening, the new festivals are appearing, are establishing in, in, in Kyiv and in other cities all over Ukraine. Uh, this is something absolutely unique, and this is showing how much Ukrainian people, how, how much we want to have the normal life 
back. And this is also very important because uh, we know that with the help of Ukrainian literature, with Ukrainian culture, we are not only normalizing our life, we also trying to make our society, uh, our country stronger. Because knowing that this war is the war against Ukrainian culture, this war is something that is trying to erase our history and to erase our culture that is showing that we are independent, absolutely European nation. And also people want to have these physical spaces where they can come up together, when they can be together. And Ukrainian festivals, Ukrainian fairs, they are coming back too. But for sure, all of these formats are a bit limited. Uh, they are tra transforming, they are, they, are, they are changing because our re reality is also changing. And uh, this is something that bringing people together, but it's also driving the industry forward. So this is very important. And I think that as soon as we won't have any military action on the territory of, of Ukraine, as soon as we, we won't have any missile attacks on Kyiv, on Kharkiv, on Western Ukraine, on, on the uh, Kherson, many other Ukrainian cities, I think everything will be like, not flourishing for sure, not, but uh, we will rebuild. I know that people would manage and that people will keep on going, keep on publishing. I'm sure that we, we would be stronger than before. And we would always remember those who were fighting, who is fighting now, and who gave their lives to, to protect our freedom. Irina Betarevich, founder of publishing news platform Chitomo, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you so much. That's all for now. Our producer is Jeremy Brisky of Burst Marketing. You can subscribe to the program wherever you go for podcasts. You can also find Velocity of Content on YouTube as part of the CCC channel. I'm Christopher Keneally. Thanks for joining me. Mm -hmm.